Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. Hello, this is Curtin, and you're listening to What the Actual Fuck. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to WTAF, a This Country podcast. Bit of a different episode this week. Uh, We've got no guest. Well, I I have a guest, but it's not the sort of guest we normally have, as it's the person that's normally here. What a great intro to the episode that is. <laughs> I was waiting for the intro. You haven't been in- introduced oh, yet. Sh- 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 First, he's just come in on the number 51 bus via Birdland and can only work with kings, not clowns. It's Neil. Hello, hello, hello. Normally and I how's come- your lady friend? <laughs> Normally I come on a number 51 bus. Don't be... Don't drag it down like that so much. Because I'm a dirty peeper. (laughs) (laughs) You're a dirty peeping bastard. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, how are you? Very well, thank you, Pav. How are you? Good. I'm very well. It's um, it's been a bit of a... I mean, you've been on holiday for a, a week or so. Yeah, last weeks. week I was on holiday. Yeah. Um, but in the world of this country, it's sort of it's it's sort of been very close to home. It has. As we record this, um, they are literally now filming the special. Yes. Uh, and again, literally 13, 14 miles. How, how far away is North Leach? Oh, about eight. Well, eight miles away from where we are at this moment. Mm. Uh, and a lot of our friends and listeners and fo- uh, fellow fans uh, were there on Sunday posting on Facebook, having wonderful conversations and pictures with Daisy and Charlie. And um, I was very, very jealous. And. Uh, it was. Just, it seemed like everyone was having a wonderful time. It did. It did, and it looked great. But we were there in spirit. We were there in spirit, and I believe that people were were sad that we weren't there, which Aww. was quite nice. Well, we were sad not to be there, but great that they had a great time. <coughs> Cough. Yeah. Well, you've just got over a poorly, a poorly just, cold. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just sort of getting over it. But it's so. Yeah, you know, I may not. I'm, well, I may have a, a sexier voice than I normally yeah. do. The Barry White of Siren. Oh, I've been called that before. <laughs> oh, <been> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, we digress. Guy used to work in the Fish Fingers. Fish Fingers? <laughs> Siren's Fish Fingers. 
Anyway, the reason for this episode, um, obviously we haven't got a guest uh, this week, so we decided to look into our crystal balls yes, and uh, try and see what we think is going to happen in the future yeah. of the specials and uh, Series 3 maybe and even beyond that. Now, we've done podcasts before on, on Star Wars and Marvel movies. Where and sometimes we were miles where, away. But it's where we do stuff like that, where yeah. we will spend an hour talking about what we think. I actually listened back to like our last Jedi one and we were so far away. <laughs> but we had nothing to work with, didn't no, we? No, that's right. That's right. And this is a little bit obviously closer to home. Mm. Um, I also asked on Facebook and Twitter for other people's uh, views. So I've got loads and loads of um, views that we could probably um, have a little conversation about. We can. About. We, will, we will certainly divulge into them. Is that what you want to Delve into them. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the first one. Uh, Julie Marshall. The lovely Hello, Julie. Julie. Hello, Julie. Uh, she says, Kerry Defo needs a boyfriend. I think Defo is like the kids speak for definitely. Well, this is one of the first points I made on my list, which I haven't got, but I can remember. Right. Is I hope the return of Dan. <laughs> okay, right. And actually starts dating Kerry. I think that would work a treat. So, but do you think, see... That'd be because a little bit weird. It could be, but it could also be comedy gold. Because if she is dominating him without realising that she's dominating him, could be quite funny. There but, could be situations there that is worthy of a very good laugh. Right, okay. Do you see what I mean? So she's yeah, accidentally yeah, yeah. dominating him. He's got what he wants. She doesn't... She, because we've always spoken about um, that um, Kerry has this sort of naivety about her and she never sort of twigs what's happening until sometimes it's too late. But maybe she does get swept off her feet. And it would be nice to see her in some sort of relationship. And I think he's the perfect man. Because it's so insular and in this village, it's not a lot of people that she could get to meet, if you see what I mean. Mm. And I think that's a perfect one, yeah. especially because the links between him and her dad. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, the, 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 the rest of what Julie says is there could be some funny stories there. Curtin could become a potential dad. Uh, and then something suspicious stroke bad will happen in the village and everyone's a suspect. So it's now all of a sudden turned into Midsummer Murders. It could do. But again, that goes on to another point that I wrote. Now, it may not be a popular point, and I don't want to see it, but I actually could see, and it could be comedic, even though it doesn't sound it, is Len dying. Well, you know what? When I can't remember who it was in the This Country camp said the last episode, oh, it's a tearjerker. Mm. That was what I thought was going to happen. I thought Len was going to die. Yeah. And I thought that's what the tearjerking moment of that was going to be. So... But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I love Trevor Cooper and I love the character Len, but is it, it could be moving as well as funny. You know, he's a hoarder. Imagine if he's not found for days or something and it's Kerry and Curtin that find him. It could be moving yet quite gross. Yeah, be, but where he's, where there's he's a like, lot of humour in Dark. He hasn't, been, he hasn't been like thought of for like a couple of months and then he's sort of melted into his sofa because he he's just or he's like, exactly the same because he's got so much like vinegar from his fish and chip pots <laughs> that he's preserved himself he's pickled <laughs> yeah but do you know trust you to go straight to death look. no it's not i'm not usually into that but you can find a lot of comedy in such subjects you can yeah um, 
I mean, things like you look at like the royal family when yeah. Nana died and that. I mean, it went from being very funny to them being just like heartbreaking. Yeah. And that's something that this country has done really, really well, wow. especially yeah. the last series. Right. Sonia McConaughey said, Hi, guys. Kerry, Hi, Sonia. Kerry will shot Martin to the coppers, and Kurt and Kerry and Martin all end up in jail with Uncle Nugget. Yeah, um, I can't see them all ending up in jail. I can't see any of them ending up in jail. Really? No. Okay. Um, Interesting. I uh, the the I think you know sort of like a suspended sentence and something like that, which would keep that going on with um, Martin. Martin McClough. Uh, Excited like him but, again. <laughs> it is, but Kerry, uh, I mean, she'll be seen through straight away. But if there's any sort of police force and they're trying to make it a mockumentary so we've got to take it that the police are going to be quite realistic they're going to see through that straight away Kelly. yeah so yeah. she might you'll have a, you could well have a comedic moment where she's trying to cover for her dad but it's just such bollocks that they see straight through it and that could be very funny in itself it's a story that she spins the yarn she spins about her dad mm. not being involved because he's flying to wherever you know, on this pilot in a plane. To... Where are we going this time, Kerr? Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, Gemma Bradley says uh, she wants to see more of Kerry's mum. That's the funniest bits. I love Kerry's mum. She's such a laugh. I'm sure we will. I, we'll never see her. I was going to say... It's a Tom and Jerry moment. There is, do you think that, that there isn't any growth in that character, is there? Not really. You You'll never see her. You could, like I say, have the Tom and Jerry moment where you see a shuffling feet or something like that, you know, Thomas, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Absolutely, that could work. But, no, you'll never see her. But, yeah, you'll still hear from her. And the way Daisy does that voice and improvises whatever is just Is that Daisy doing her voice? Apparently so. <laughs> Ivy. <laughs> anyway, uh, Philip Draycott said... Now, Philip had loads of different theories, so I've just picked one of them. Uh, Curtin must keep his job at the bowls club. He is so good at it. If he carries on like this, he could be there for the next 30 to 40 years. Polishing glasses, making sandwiches, and sorting out kindergarten-type rows. Bit freaky, try to imagine what Curtin will look like in 30 to 40 years' time. Also, more fun. More fun, then. Well, I agree with you, actually. Oh, sorry, that's also more Len. Uh, him living in the lockup can't go on forever, can it? That's another story arc. That's what we just covered. Yeah. This is, um, th- personally, I'm probably miles off, but I would like to see Curtin stay at the, uh, Bowls Club. Get yeah. a promotion. They could have a function there. He could meet a love, a true love. He could get back with Soph. It's a small well, village. And then it could... Then and it... he was, you got, to have wanted to knock that bloke out, he obviously still had a little bit of jealousy in him. Oh, I think so. And it, I mean, it could then go around to Julie's point about Curtin becoming a potential dad. Yeah. So there you go. You got, they're going to have functions at the bowls club. Probably the, a majority of the village are going to turn out. You know, they get their um, singer, uh, some... I, what, um, 
you know, like your Elvis tribute, you're some sort of tribute singer. What would fit this country? I, 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 why, why wouldn't they just get some kind of like pub singer to sing at the at the bowls club? That's that's very reasonable rate. I completely, rates. I completely agree with that, you. That is, be, they'd be quite willing to do an extras part, walk in part, just singing in the background. I agree. If they want that, I or know we somebody. Could, we could play a duet and have. Um, does it in real life? Yeah, and I've got the, all the kit. The scooter tribute. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only song they play. We could do we could do a Happy Mondays tribute called like the Sad Sundays, yeah. and you're you can be Bez, you can oh, be yeah. <laughs> with the Maracas. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think I, I I hope we see. Well, it's no spoiler to know that they filmed at the Fairford Bowls Club. They did. Um, so they're obviously still there for whatever rhyme or reason. Um, so we know he's <laughs> we know he's still there in the special. I'd like I mean, to see him get a promotion. I, I, I mean, look, for all we know, they might be just there to for the police to go and arrest him and Who pick know? up all yeah, the yeah. all the Dysons. Absolutely, absolutely. Mightn't they? So we don't know. Uh, Rachel Jones said, "I hope we get to meet Curtin's nan." That'd be quite nice. So I think that would be. Yeah, there's a good character potential there. Who would you like to see play Curtin's nan? Uh, Helen Mirren. Oh. <laughs> no, because then Martin would be on it straight away, wouldn't he? June Brown, who plays Dot from somebody like that, would be quite funny. But with the north, with the north country, with a west country accent. So yeah, somebody quite tall and thin, I should imagine, because I would imagine it goes in the family. Maggie Smith. A bit too old now. <laughs> she doesn't know. do. West Country dear, she's a lovey. Well, I mean, hello, uh, darling. <laughs> you are <laughs> uh, right. Amy Denise Bartlett Singleton, stand by your beds. Amy Denise Bartlett Singleton says Kerry needs to learn to drive. Uh, now, there's a little bit of a thread to this one. Miriam Lewis Brown said uh, she would like to be the only one on the road, the same as Grumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Philip Drayton said, "No, it would destroy a major feature of the show: their isolation." No more sitting in the bus shelter. Their lives would totally change. No driving test, please. Or she, if she takes it, she fails. Martin can always offer her a lift in his van, which which he won't. Uh, they'll carry on depending on the vicar for lifts. Yeah, I mean that would that. I mean, uh, I don't know about the driving. I th- I can't see Kerry ever driving. I do th- curtain. I could. Yeah, but I do feel that it is that. Um, I can remember, I don't know whether it was actually in the episode or whether it was one of the deleted scenes, or one of those extra bits that the BBC put out, where Kerry was saying that Curtin sometimes thinks that his life is um, the Truman Show. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, that if they learn to drive, it's almost like in the Truman Show when he manages to get off the bridge. Yeah. That that it, it, it opens everything out. Well, it certainly does. and I mean, I... I... It sound harsh. I'm not that bothered whether I see them drive. I don't particularly want to see them driving because, like it was, it was pointed out there, it's going to take away the isolation. I do want to see them leave the village, though, in the third series. It, I still think that day out. So whether the church organises a bus trip to Western or whatever that happens, I just think it's prime for one episode of pure hygiene. Do you think it'd be great if they did, like, um, a crossover episode where they go to Barry Island... What, and bump into Gavin? And Gavin's? bump into, like, Gavin and Stacey and Ness and stuff like that. Wouldn't that be fun? That'd be so funny, That'd wouldn't be it? great. That would. Or go to Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And then look, there's a there's a Radio Norwich road show yeah. and Alan's there with his with his best polo neck on. And his uh, 1980s football shorts. Yeah. But with the lining has perished. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's popped out again. Uh, that's just for you, Ross. There, that's just for you. Absolutely. Uh, right, Emma Randall said, and I quite like this idea as well. She said, uh, I'd like Kerry to visit a local psychic. Possibly another of Mandy's talents. You imagine oh, if Mandy yeah. decides that she, she wants to... would have to believe it, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Imagine if she did like to. Derek Akora used to do. All of a sudden she starts going... Yeah. Oh, I've been possessed. I can just, imagine that. Just, just shouting obscenities at yeah. people while she's shaking. But saying like... that she's being... Yeah. She said, I'd like, to see, uh, I'd like to see the motivation Kerry got from uh, um, the eternal vitality. And I think this would have the same sort of feel. Mm. Obviously, it probably wouldn't end well. I do think that would be quite a good episode. Where That she... could be. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. That could be hilarious. Yeah. That's a good one, Emma. Yeah, very like good, Emma. One. I like that one. Okay, now Liz Art had, um, has got a whole host of things going on here. So here we go. Uh, a UFO could be spotted circling the village with the sheep mysteriously disappearing. Tyson becomes a dad. Someone wins the lottery. Road rage in the market square. Len takes to pigeon racing. They all go on a day trip to Weston. Martin appears on the Jeremy Kyle show. A celebrity comes to the village to live, and the village wins best in bloom competition. So I think that's all of series three there. Yeah. The UFO. No, I'm not sold on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Take Martin off up in space and get him (laughs) anally probed. Oh, he'd like that. Have a go on the big And watch again. Um, I mean, Tyson becoming a dad is obviously a, a possibility. Yeah. Uh, someone winning the lottery. I mean, again, that would be a bit like Only Fools and Horses, it would. isn't it? And, yeah, and, would, and that, you'd have to stay away. It's been done, it, But it? it never worked. No. As soon as you took the trotters out of their natural habitat, it just didn't work. I'd like to see Kerry get a job. Yeah. So, like, maybe pulling pints in the keepers. Yeah, well, yeah, somebody and actually then, says um, that a little bit later That's where she on. meets Dan. Yeah. Back up. Back up. Back in, you know, touch with Dan. Pulling points in the keepers. Yeah. Uh, Matt Belcher. Great name. That is a good name. uh, Says, personally, I think she's dropped her dad in it. That's Kerry. Mm. Uh, And Curtin is there to back her up. Can't fucking wait for the special or the new series. That's very emphasis. Very very emphasis. emphasis, Isn't it? Very emphasis. Very emphasized. The... uh, the F word, the effing and jeffing. Yes, um, I mean this is this is going to be the big question, isn't it? The, the big question because it's it is great to have a cliffhanger, and the big question of what is going to happen straight away. And I think we're going to get some sort of resolution, aren't we? There has to be, doesn't there? It has to be. Yeah, I think in the special. Although it would have been quite nice to have totally boy- missed that and then the, the resolution came at the beginning of Series 3 because it would always leave you wanting more. Yeah. I don't know quite what I was doing. No, there. I don't know. That was quite, that was quite upsetting, that was. hand gesture then. It's that upside down. Yeah, is it? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't help anyone on the radio. 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 Yeah. Those radio waves. Those young days of Those the radio. young days. Okay, um, so we had Joe Jeffs. That's a good name. Said, uh, Kerry will have definitely F- done time for her dad. 
Jeffin and Effin. Jeffin and Joe Jeffin and Effin. What did he say, sorry? It might be a she. She. Uh, Kerry will have definitely done time for her dad. Mm. So where do you stand as we speak this moment? Do you think anybody's going to, to prison, even if it's for a short amount of time? Do you think anybody's going to get done for it? Well, do you, the, what, the first do thing you think, have I mean, to think... We know that Kerry goes back into the police station. That, that yeah, we see. We see. But you have to also remember is how close, even though sometimes the lead characters in this country can be idiotic or stupid and do stupid things, and you think, whoa... How much in reality is the show? And I think it's quite well-placed in reality, especially in certain scenarios of what goes on. So we then have to assume that the police aren't idiots. Right, okay. And that, to me, will then see that they're going to see straight through Kerry. There's no... They'll rip her to shreds. Any good sort of investigator would rip that to shreds. But, but what do you mean? What In the fact that she's going to cover for her dad? Yeah, they will see through her. And I think her dad will then be uh, arrested or whatever. And I think that will happen. That could cause a rift for Series 3 between even more between her dad or it could put her dad on the path of righteousness. <laughs> but can you see that, though? No, not at the moment. Because, I mean, he's, it, it's obvious that... Well, maybe that could be the ploy. Then he, you know, he becomes like he's on a suspended sentence, or he's got a tag, so he can't go certain places. He can only go out at a certain time, and he pretends to be the good man and pretends to do this just to fleece everybody. So he fleeces the church, he fleeces Big Mandy, and tries to blame everybody else for what he's doing. Right, and he's still a shit. He is a shit. Shit house. Shit house. <laughs> but the thing is with with Martin, I don't even think I don't think I mean the fact that he would like to try and tuck Kerry up. Mm. I don't think he cares enough for Kerry to even have the the energy to do, to, to even bother to do that. I no, think he's I mean, just got, he's, he's he's that type of person that he is only there for himself mm. and he only cares about himself. But then at the end of the, I mean he, he could well serve time but it would be a very short period of time wouldn't it for yeah, that sort of yeah, crime. Yeah. And that might be a nice sweet way of ending the episode that you know you think you've got come up and but the beginning of the series 3 boom he's released mm. and he's out for revenge. <laughs> yeah, see then it's like then it, it doesn't sound very lighthearted then does it? No, it doesn't. That's the thing. And it takes an awful turn for the worst. <laughs> well, then, then, then we're back to what uh, Julie said at the very start, that something bad or suspicious happens in the village and everyone's a suspect. Maybe the, maybe Series 3 starts with a slow panning shot of the caravan mm. and there's Martin Mucklow slumped over his computer with his, um, his, his pilot cap yeah. on and his pilot like microphone with a big dagger in his back. Like Reg yeah. Cox in the opening episode of who EastEnders, and then it, the whole th- series three is Who Done It? Yeah, and then each episode is like a Rashomon version of everybody. It's Kerry's <laughs> it's version, story. then it's Curtin's <laughs> version, then the final episode is like they've had to film seven different endings mm. to find out who it was that killed Martin Muckler. And then at the very last episode, he comes out a shower. Yeah, who killed Just Martin Mucklow? Blocked down by <laughs> yeah. his knees, but it's like massively yeah, blocked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the whole sort of like three foot of it is and it blocked. Was all a dream, and it was, yeah. And he's there going, "I don't care." He's like, "Get me, pass me the soap." Maybe they do go to arrest him, and he disappears. 
Maybe. And he goes on the run. I quite like my idea for, I for series three. I think maybe that's what we should we should. That's it. We'll sell it to them. Yeah, yeah. That's, I quite like that. I think we do that. A clever and rush. We could sell who killed Martin Mucklow T-shirts. Oh, MM doesn't quite work. MM who yeah. killed MM? Yeah. Oh dear me! You imagine it. Mm. Who do you think it would be? It would be the favourite. The vicar. The vicar. <laughs> He'd be the least thought of. <laughs> It sounds like a shit game of Cluedo. <laughs> the vicar in the caravan with, with the joystick. The joystick. <laughs> it's, uh, that's what we should do. Hey, that's what, ours. This Cluedo, country, Cluedo. This country. Copyright WTAF yeah. 2018. There you go. Yeah. You could do this country Monopoly. You could. It would work really well. Can you? Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, the brain's going now. No, you see, you're thinking all these board games. This country kaplunk. <laughs> <laughs> Where you're pulling out straw, literal straw with plums. Yeah, yeah. It could work. It could. It could. So, have we got any more? Kerry plunk. Kerry <laughs> plunk. Oh, boom. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. What was the, um, what was the one with the horse? Buckaroo. Buckaroo. That's it. Sluggeroo. Sluggeroo. <laughs> so you got got <laughs> slugs on all fours. No, it's just he's bent down after he's been running. So he's yeah. in that position. You've got a load on, like, into his backpack. Into his backpack. And every time you put one on, he goes, <sighs> with <Yeah>. his mouth. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Kelly Shambles. Another great name. That is a great name. What a great name. Maybe they will start the quail egg business. Good show. See, I think they'll do that if they win the lottery, because mm. then they're set up. Because those quail eggs, they cost a fucking... They'd have to have blow-up furniture. And blow-up furniture, but they cost a fucking fortune. Yeah. Shitloads, isn't it? Shitloads. Lisa Chilton says, Curtain will be dropped in it for sure, and slugs too, for good measure. Dropped in what? Sorry. I would assume dropped in it for the the vacuum cleaners. I mean, it'd be Slugs' is luck that he gets dragged into it because he's got nothing to do with it whatsoever. Will he get back with Kaylee? No, I don't think so. I hope he does. I don't think so. I think she just... Maybe uh, they swap. Maybe um, Curtin ends up with Kaylee and he runs off with Soph. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe may- Slugs runs off with Big Man. <laughs> <laughs> don't you think that maybe Slugs could be like the... He could be the like the kingpin of the whole village, but he's just got this facade of being this... What he orchestrates he's, everything. He, yeah, he's the he's the big daddy of the whole. So he's the one that supplied the Dyson. Yeah, without anyone yeah, knowing. Yeah, I think he's he's like the he's the guy. Maybe not. Maybe no, not. he might be. Uh, It'd be like the opening of Carlito's Way in the first episode of Series Three, <laughs> where he's being wheeled down, and you, you all you can see is like his point of view, but all you can hear is <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as he's on a gurney. Hey, Carlito, <laughs> uh, Hedge and Donna. Which I think was a song by Zuccaro, wasn't it? <laughs> and Paul Young. Hedge and the Donna. <laughs> hey, thank you for the comment, Hedge and Donna. That's it wonderful. is Hedge and Donna. See, so maybe it's TV. Right. Or, or a local rap act. It could be. Uh, Curtin will uh, be the barman at the Keepers, and Kerry will be propping up the bar with Dan on her arm. Hedge, I like that. Although I, I do want to see Curtin, because I've never seen him look so proud. 
It's when he was in the the bowls club. It'd be nice to see him get some but, sort of promotion. Right, but then again, see that he's the barman at the bowls club. That's not even an actual proper pub. But you imagine how proud he would be if he's behind the bar of an actual proper pub. Yeah. But the trouble is, then he would be like, I don't think Martin. I don't think Martin spends much time at the bowls club. No. Whereas he'd he'd be coming across him all the time. Yeah, I think the bowls club. He gets a promotion to head barman. Yeah. And then he suddenly twigs that he's the only barman. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Right, Jane James says, "I'd love to see Kerry testing out a new look, getting it disastrously wrong, of course, but big drawn-on eyebrows, etc." Posting terrible selfies at the most inappropriate of situations. Now, I don't think that Kerry is that Way vain. Inclined, no. It just uh, Curtin, I can imagine, because Curtin always worries about how he looks. Yeah, even but, though he still looks in the 1990s. Yeah, and he, yeah. he wants to make sure he gets all the good, the good stuff at TK Maxx. I don't think Kerry really worries about that so much. I mean, I mean maybe she'd be different if she's got a boyfriend. There you go. Her and Dan get married on the last episode. Do you think they might go the sort of um, the the Gavin and Stacey route where she might turn up, she's pregnant? Oh. See, the other thing I was thinking is that, say... say. What do you mean, who's the daddy from the pregnancy? Yeah, he was the daddy. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is that everybody knows that Kerry was six, seven, eight months pregnant when she filmed series two. Wouldn't it be a great excuse that if she went down for six months and then came back looking thinner than she was, she could say it was because she's been in prison? Could do. Or she's cut out the double dinners. Well, yeah. I'm just thinking. Yeah, no, no, no. It's all good. It makes you keep... My mind goes off. And you you can go to all these weird tangents of where you could see it going... I mean, you're going to see all the main cast, aren't you? The, all the main characters are going to be back in Series 3. And we know that there's definitely one new main character. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't remember the actor's name. We're actually friends with him uh, now. Uh, keep talking a minute. Um, is this the... I'm going to say Kempner or something? Uh, it is, yes. the Because it's the, uh, the first picture that they... Uh, Mark Kempner. That's it. Uh, who will be a future guest. I've already managed to get hold of him on Twitter and stuff. Um, and um, he's going to be a guest. But obviously, there's no point in getting him in before the, the special starts because he's not going to be able to tell us anything about it. And I wonder who he's going to play. It might be Uncle Nugger. No, he's not the same person. They they, no. they get the same person. I, I, could he be, like, Martin's brother or uh, you know, another family. uncle? Um, Solicitor? Yeah, it could be something to do with the bowls club. I mean, literally, he could be right, anybody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He could be anybody, but um, it's obvious that, that he is a new character. So, And I'm sure there'll be other new characters. Yeah, I'm need sure to, there will be. And again, this is where we go through the Star Wars thing, where we'll start saying, oh, it could be this, could yeah, be that, yeah, and yeah. it'll be someone completely... It's the same as everybody saying, oh, oh, my God, what could happen? Kerry could go down, Curtin could go down. It could quite easily be... That we've the last shot we saw in series two was her going into the thing. Mm. The first shot of the special or series three could be her literally coming straight back out and going, Fuck that, I ain't going going in there. Yeah, it could be. Couldn't it? Or yeah. it could be them going in and she goes in there and they say, Right, just don't do it again. Yeah. And nothing happens. Nobody goes to prison. Nothing happens about it. Well, like I said, any any 
I think they'll stay away from her. Kerry ain't going to prison. I'm pretty certain of it. Okay. I'm I'm genuinely pretty certain of it because if they're keeping it in the style, if you were writing this, you'd want to keep it in the style of some sort of reality, wouldn't you? Yeah. And like I I, I keep saying that it, that her case would just be ripped apart. Whereas Martin, on the other hand, could probably face a, a little jail time. It depends what whether he's bullshitting about his previous, you mm. know. It might be his first offence. Well, I think a lot of the stuff that he talks about is bullshit. Because if you, if you if you notice every one of his stories, everything happens on a Thursday night. Mm. Every Thursday, the last Thursday of every month, isn't it? Yeah. Last Thursday of every month, I go right and I shag Alan's wife senseless. So. Or last Thursday of every month, I play Skittles with yeah. Fred West. <laughs> so it's like it's it's mm. it's amazing. I mean, he's got time to do anything on the last Thursday of every month. So that's that's where I think the special will go. But I just suddenly thought in series three. It'd be nice to see another sort of village fate because villages always have different things. So we've had the Scarecrow thing festival. They always have a village fate, don't they? And it'd be nice to see this country have their village fate. And that's where the nice guys reform. <laughs> yes. The vicar uh, comes dear. out and sings. But rather than it being any sort of cringy moment, he blows it out of the water. Yeah. Yeah, but they'd have to get the... the uh, well, he could just do it on his own with the backing track. Or get the bass player and the lead singer of Mr. Mister. That's who they'd have to get. Mm. That's who it is on the picture. Well, I'm, sp- I'm sure they're for hire. <laughs> well, he's um, he's plays with Toto now. I'm, st- I'm still sure he's for hire. I'm sure he is. What's Toto done recently, apart from the re- surface of Africa? Indeed. Going well, what, everywhere. What else do you need? It's a great song. It's a but fantastic we song. We do... But that would be that, nice. That's it. I mean, I could, we could have gone on and on and on because the um, we got loads and loads of, of messages and stuff. Well, it's really sweet. And we thank love, you very we much love all your correspondence. And thank you very much for all your correspondence. Indeed. And if you want to correspond with us, then you can email WTAFThisCountry at Hotmail.com. Um, and we also have a message uh, board thingy, um, I think, on our, on our website. If we don't, I'll put one on there. <laughs> uh, uh so that's it so uh, and we are available on all the platforms like facebook twitter instagram um, snapchat we're on snapchat now i don't know how to use it but we're on it snapchat wt i was friending people and i had a message from someone saying who is this I didn't know how to answer. I still don't know. I'm not quite sure with Snapchat. But yeah, just go to it's WTAF This Country for all of the social media. Absolutely. Um, tickets are now on sale for our second show, the WTAF Live 2 Double Dinners uh, at the Sundial Theatre in Sirencester. Quick disclaimer on there. I'm really sorry if we've sold out by the time this goes out. Just saying. Okay. Um, yeah, well, we're I mean, apologising to them. Yeah, and as we speak, they are releasing some extra tickets which again is fantastic we're going to have loads of fun um and who knows fingers crossed we may be able to talk about the special uh we don't know when it's it's going to be uh broadcast uh but if it's before the 30th of november that'll be fantastic because that'll give us something to talk about on the show yeah and the show won't just last for 10 minutes it'll last for about an hour yeah which will be great um, but it won't, yeah, it won't some... be just me and Pav playing a game of coits on stage. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> See, keeping it in this tradition of like the village a couple fair. of coits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yes, we're going to have loads of fun and games. Um, the first one went way better than we thought we ever mm. would. So uh, double dinners. Um, we will be doing thirtieth uh, of November. 
at the Sundar Theatre in Sirencester. Get your tickets. Uh, you can go to the website, uh, WTAFpodcast.com. Um, all of our social media has got the, the, the links there, so it's easy to find. Or go to Sundial Theatre website. They'll have it on there as well. Um, I think that's it. That's it. That's That'll do for today, mate. So, oh, it's been really nice just uh, talking what could and couldn't happen. Indeed. Nice, we, but we've, we have some fantastic guests. Coming soon. Coming very soon. Keep your eyes um, peeled. Keep your eyes peeled and keep your ears um, to the ground, sliced and uh, <laughs> and stuff. Uh, but we've got, yeah, we've got some really, really fantastic guests coming up. And uh, it, what more can you say? Exactly. So that's it for this week, Neil. Oh, it's been lovely. It's and lovely you, to be it's, back. It's lovely. It's lovely. And uh, we're coming up. Did you realise? I think it's the eighteenth of October. Will be our first birthday. Wow. Yeah, so we are coming up to our first birthday. Oh, we'll have to see whether we can get a special guest in for that one. Well, maybe we should. I think so. Uh, if not, it'll just me and thee. Me and thee. <laughs> me and thee. Uh, so that's it. So I'm Pavo. And I'm Neil. And uh, that's it for this episode of WTAF, of This Country Podcast. Now go and plumb Gareth, you fuckers. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal.